0: Real. Hey, hello and welcome to the
1: official podcast the only podcast on the internet every other podcast is not real or an imitation hello i'm andrew of course we have your favorite hosts or rather your only hosts kaya jackson and charlie and joining us today is probably the strongest man on the internet world-renowned international celebrity with a great beard we have mr keemstar what is
0: up thanks for having me guys
1: not a problem. Thanks for
0: coming on. And that brings me to my first question. How do you get that beard? Uh, I just don't shave. <laughs> Andrew and I were talking about this because both of our facial hair is extremely weak. Andrew's more so than mine. But your beard has the straightest fucking lines I've ever seen. I don't mean to fangirl too hard right away, but I just wanted to get that out there as soon as possible.
2: Well, it's it's because I'm bald, right? Because like when I had hair, I used to be like obsessed with my hair like in in high school and, you know, my early 20s, and I would always style it and all this stuff. But then I started balding. So now the only thing I have is this beard, right? So I I take a a lot of time and do a lot of maintenance and, you know, trim it up and make sure it has that fine point, you know, represent the gnomes worldwide. Did you try
3: all the desperate measures that some people take when their hair starts uh, fading out? I have a friend like that. He he's really sad about it. It's happening to him right now. He's at that age, I guess.
2: Did you he's know? that... Really
3: unhappy about it.
2: Oh oh, it's it's it's. I hate it. I hate it. Like I always wear a hat. Like it's it's like when I w- don't wear a hat, I look at least ten years older. You know. Um, Fuzzy Tube. Uh, do you guys know who that is?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been keeping name. up. Yeah. Okay, I mean, keeping so, up with the headlines. So Fuzzy Tube.
2: He, w- he was going bald, right? And there are these rumors that he got, like, a tattoo, like, on his head to make it look like hair stubble. Because if you look at, like, one of these previous videos, it, it, it's crazy. I didn't even know this was a thing. And you know what's crazy? I, I was, like, picking on him and joking about him. But then I started thinking. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that work for me. <laughs>
0: i'm surprised you guys don't know about that yeah uh there's some people at least in tampa it's kind of big like a bunch of really sad like beardless people who want to like look older or stronger they've been tattooing beards onto their face
3: what i have heard about that i didn't know about the head though i know they do these weird tricks to fill out their beards say not tattoos but i heard they use a little bit of makeup like eyeliner and fill out the patchy parts so it looks fuller oh no that's why you were wearing eyeliner charlie
0: well, you know, I got to get it done somehow. My right side just does not grow evenly. I've got like this giant bald spot right between my lip and then the other side of my facial hair. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the absolute fucking worst. It's like a UFO crater and I hate it.
1: So, all right, let's let's take like eight steps back in the positive direction. Keep Star, if you don't mind. Uh, why don't you actually fill people in listening who do not know who you are on what you do and what your whole spiel is?
2: Uh, should I start from the beginning or just present?
3: <laughs>
1: we, uh, if you could start from the day you were born, that would really fill in start the gaps. from
2: when
3: you started balding, That's when you, <laughs> um, um, became a man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'll start with my, uh, YouTube career, uh, or whatever you want to call it. Uh, basically I, I worked in an attorney's office and I did legal collections and stuff like that. And basically, you know, we worked on commissions, So the more money that we recovered, uh, for our clients, you know, the better we did. And, you know, if you reach your goal and surpass your goal, you get this bonus check. So I did really, really good this month, and I got this giant bonus check, and I went out celebrating with some friends, got fucking shit-faced drunk. And when I came home, I jumped on Halo 3, and I started playing, and I was just saying the most awful shit to people, like, in the game, Right. And someone actually recorded me in that game and put it up on YouTube. <laughs> and I had no, and I had no idea that this was like that I was on YouTube or anything, but like the next day I get on Xbox Live and my messages are just filled. I saw your YouTube video, you're hilarious, bro, and I had no idea you know really what where this was coming from. Well, eventually, the guy that recorded me, his name was Duranker, he got in contact with me a couple of days later, and he was like, "Man, please make videos with us so I started you know doing these trash talk battles and and pulling pranks on people and here I am like a grown man with like this real good job and I'm doing this like childish thing on Halo 3 with these guys and it just kind of took off Um, did it ever
0: worry you that that would catch up to you in your real life
2: Uh, I was having so much fun because uh, a big part of me always wanted to be, like, an entertainer or a clown. Like, when I was a kid, my main goal in life, and I know everyone's going to laugh and say, I think you achieved it, was to be a clown, right? (laughs) To to, to entertain people.
0: Shooting for the stars, my God. I like that.
2: But then, you know, as I got, you know, in high school and whatever, I just wanted to be a businessman, right? So I had these two goals, and they kind of just merged together. Because I I knew back then, uh, this was like 2009, you know, gaming channels, we couldn't get partnered. Nobody could get paid for doing this. And uh, even though we weren't getting paid and this wasn't a business, I just knew that there was something there. And uh, yeah, it it just took off. And then fast forward to uh, me promoting games and, you know, owning uh, a part of games and, you know, winning my financial independence. Uh, I needed a new shtick because you know the the trolling and online games. It just it wasn't it wasn't the the hit thing that it was before. There were so many other people that were doing it at that point, and Xbox Live uh, was really cracking down. They were like banning my Xboxes left and right. Um, so I wasn't sure what I was gonna do. And when people started like fighting back and forth in the COD community at the time on Twitter. I would like shout cast it. I would say, you know, so-and-so said this about so-and-so hashtag drama alert. And uh, so that was just like a little meme that I was doing on Twitter. And I decided to make a video once on these two YouTubers that were fighting blame truth and a a guy called uh, white boy Seventh street. And when that video took off the way it did on a channel that was just brand new that I just started, uh, that's when I knew that like, holy shit, I was onto something. And I went on to uh, create Drama alert. I have a question. You said you wanted to be a clown.
3: How do you go from I want to entertain people and make them laugh to I want to be a cold hearted businessman, loan shark in high school?
2: <laughs> <laughs> How
3: did that happen?
2: Well, I grew up on a, a farm, right? So my dad owns a bunch of cows and, you know, you have to milk the cows and you have to shovel shit and. Drive tractors and you had to do all this manual labor stuff. I mean, like I used to go in the fields and pick rocks and I'd have to get a whole bucket full of when I say bucket, I'm talking about like a bucket tractor, which is those tractors with the I don't know, like the the bucket on the front of it. Right. And you'd have to fill that thing up with rocks and you'd only get two bucks. So growing up in that environment, I would just always say to myself, I fucking hate this shit. I want to work at a computer. I want to work at a desk. I want to make, you know, real money and be a businessman and not do all this bullshit. So I think that's where my drive came to to do that.
0: To stop picking up rocks. I think that's a pretty good
3: motivator. Yeah. No. I mean, YouTube drama can't be that different.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of rocks to pick up.
0: Yeah, just a different bucket.
1: <laughs> so speaking on the youtube drama what out of all that that you've covered and looked at and made fun of and all that do you think has been the spiciest bit a drama or the the most juiciest or the one that you've really enjoyed digging into and fucking around with subtle segue
2: i would say that the the best story um that i ever covered was the bashiverse story um because it was It's it's, it was so it was never ending. The story just kept going and going and going and going. And it became so elaborate um, that uh, at some point I was seeing videos on YouTube of and and this is not a joke, right? This is this is reality. It was a sex worker from Australia that had nothing to do with gaming that had nothing to do with like the, the YouTube community whatsoever. She was a sex worker who stumbled upon, like, an interview that I did with Basher with with all this crazy stuff that was going on, who then made a video response saying that this was the greatest story ever and how she was so intrigued by it, and she's she's on the edge of her seat waiting for every detail. I think that was uh, one of the moments where I was like, oh, my God, like, this story really has expanded beyond, you know, the community in which it started.
0: Yeah, now we finally made it to the, the sex ring.
2: Right. Right. I mean, what are the chances a sex worker in Australia? Yeah.
0: That brings me to a question I've been really interested about. How much of the drama do you, that you cover do you actually care about? And how much do you just cover just for the sake of, you know, other people will care about it?
2: Well, currently, uh, like almost, I would say, 95 percent of my videos right now Uh, have Jake Paul in the title and have Jake Paul in the thumbnail. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, to be honest, I don't really give a fuck about Jake Paul. But, you know, part of my job is to cover what's relevant. You know, what is it that the, the audience wants to know? And because my channel is exploding because, you know, people are searching Jake Paul and then they stumble on my video, you know, it's like sometimes you have to sell your soul in order to make sure that your channel's healthy in order to make sure that you're uh, gaining this new audience. And in a lot of ways, I feel like kind of Robin hood, right? Because Jake Paul's in the title, Jake Paul's in the thumbnail. First story is on Jake Paul. It's either a big story about him or something little, but then the rest of the stories are going to be about other people in the community that I care about. Right. And and that I actually, you know, fuck with, I can, can we swear on this thing? Yeah, know, yeah. by, by all means. Did fuck? Yeah, Do
0: we, we, we have not have to mention start over. <laughs> <laughs> wait, we're, we're so 12 minutes in without Jesus.
2: Yeah. So in a way, you know, Jake Paul right now, he, he is the most popping YouTuber. I think he's pulling like 500 million views a month, which is just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> oh, so my I'll, God. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Like, if you really, really think about it, because Jake Paul is most likely on that really high CPM of probably about $6,000, you know, per million views. And also he sometimes he has like more than one ad. So he could be making potentially $12,000 for a million views. And if you do the math of 500 million views a month and you're just like that's when it really is like fuck man. This game has gotten so big, you know, especially from someone that started. I know you started, Charlie, right? Like in what, 2008? Did you start before me?
0: I, well, I had a channel in, since 2006, but the one I use currently is 2007. Oh, damn. So I'm right behind Jake Paul. Trust me, I'm right on his heels. <laughs>
3: when is your anniversary?
2: Mine? No, it's
3: Charlie's. Uh, oh. Oh, oh. 2007, mine. that's a 10-year anniversary. Yeah, mine, yeah.
0: you should find out. Mine was in May. I I, I looked. I oh, was curious oh. myself. It was in May.
3: Oh, too late now.
0: Yeah, well, it's a little...
3: You don't get a gift.
0: That's a little late celebration. You can still send me a gift, Kaya. Give me that poster.
3: Uh, how Excellent. about a copyright strike? Because DMCA's now work. <laughs> Would that work? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I'll, t- I'll take a DMCA. It's been a while since I've seen one of those. All I see now well, is not suitable for advertisers. I'd rather just have the copyright strike.
1: I was going to say, all your stuff is already getting demonetized anyway,
3: so yeah, fuck I'll take it, why the, not, I'll take right? the
0: strike. I'll trade you two copyright uh, not-suitables for
2: one strike.
3: Okay, <laughs> all you have to do is voice an opinion.
2: Yeah, that's Wait, what all- man Man,
3: if you're listening, get on it.
2: All your stuff's getting <laughs> demonetized?
0: Well, it's not demonetized, but I'm sure you've been hit by it as well with the not-suitable-for-all-advertisers flair.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. um i actually i am not experiencing that and i've done no. a lot of, i've done a lot of research into this and it has nothing to do with being advertiser friendly in the sense of oh you swore or oh you you said something inappropriate what it has to do with is if your channel is on the rise if you're growing uh if you're getting uh you know a lot of subs and a lot of viewers, if they're really engaged, that's what uh, these advertisers are looking at to place the ads on. Because what happened is, is YouTube was letting anyone partner, uh, you know, sign up for partnership. And when they were getting the ads, they were spreading them out kind of equally. Right. And what happened is, is one of the biggest ad buyers uh, got frustrated, you know, who placed all of these ads on YouTube and Facebook and they basically said to YouTube and Facebook, they're like, look, if you don't let us have control of where the, we place these ads, we're pulling out. So what happened is, is YouTube no longer picks who gets ads and who doesn't. They have this third party company, and I can't think of it for the life of me right now, but the, but they're the ones that are placing the ads. So what they're trying to do is they're trying to make sure that the advertisers get the best bang for their buck, right? So they're putting these ads on you know, uh, YouTube videos where consumers are actually watching, where people are actually getting, uh, those advertisements. So the advertisers are getting the best bang for their buck. So everyone that, um, you know, isn't suitable or in that category, they're getting still ads here and there. They're getting that yellow thing, right? Uh, whatever it's called. Um, but you know, before they were doing that without even letting you know, you know, that you weren't getting ads in your videos. Now they're at least telling you.
0: Yeah, I read about that. I guess that's a, a step in the right direction for the sake of informing people. Well, that just seems that seems completely counterintuitive. To why not just do
1: it on everyone's channel or all platforms? What? Why not just do both? What's the
0: Jackson? The catch? Let's well let's tune into Jackson. Jackson, has your channel been hit hard by that? Yeah, advertisers don't like ghosts. <laughs> It's, no,
1: it's it's because of Halo Two. They're up to what Halo Five. You need to get with the yeah, times.
0: Yeah, I've got to. I've got to adapt.
2: It seems like they're. It seems like they're really doing it to all the smaller channels, right? They're doing it to to channels that are little, because I don't think you know uh, advertisers want to place their ads on, on this little stuff. They want it on the big stuff. They want it to be seen by the videos that are getting like a millions of views and, and stuff like that. Um, but also, I think. Maybe like Charlie, part of the problem you have is like a lot of your audience probably uses ad block, right? You have a much older audience that has been with you for a long, long time. And a lot of those guys, once they've been on the internet for a while, they're like, okay, well, I'm just installing ad block. Like I'm not watching any more ads, right? Where the younger audience, <clears throat> they don't know about ad block. They don't know how to use ad block. And that's why a lot of these uh, channels that have younger audiences are, aren't experiencing this.
0: I guess that would make some sense. Yeah. I I mean, I. I, Yeah, I agree. To any kids out there that stumbled upon this by accident, please install Adblock ASAP. You're going to love it.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, the Internet's going to turn a different color for you when you find out Adblock.
0: Oh, my God. Those porn websites. It won't it won't nearly be as dangerous
1: anymore. And you'll see less advertisements for them. So you'll (laughs) know which ones you want to go to.
2: When everyone was starting to partner their channel, Charlie, you, you didn't get yours partnered for like the longest time. And then when you did, you like donated all the money to charity. Do you still do that?
0: Uh, I, made, I made something on that last year. I, I did that for the first five years. But when I really like after the fifth year, I dove in because Kai had mentioned about charities being massive scams. But I did research on it beforehand on like Charity Navigator. And mm-hmm. I decided to go a bit further than just Charity Navigator and nearly all the charities I donated to were just corrupt pieces of shit. Just scumbag or- organizations. Yeah. One percent one percent of the donations would go to what I thought they went to. And after that, I just didn't.
2: Dude, I'm in the I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. Like, I hate donating to charity. I hate donating to someone's GoFundMe because I just I don't know where the money's going. That,
0: that was another thing. I did GoFundMes when I got burnt on the charities and that was even worse. <laughs>
3: No, no, that's definitely worse. But Keemstar, can can I call you Daniel?
2: Yeah, sure.
3: Yeah. So what I would recommend to you is the same I recommend to Charlie is go to your local county jail or something and bail out people who are just in there for petty crimes like, uh, I don't know, smoking drugs. (laughs) <laughs> bail them out post that's their bail a, that's, that's the best not kind a of bad charity. idea
0: no yeah I thought it was a good idea when Kaya yeah. brought it up I mean he kind of surfaced it in between like freeing pedophiles to execute them and stuff but in between that sandwich I thought no, it was a no, no, really no, good no, suggestion well no it's no, no, no. fine just find no, the death you are row onto something
2: you are on to something oh my god you're on to something this is a fucking YouTube channel All right, listen, dude, you take a camera crew to the local jail and you just bail out everyone, all right? Let's say it's going to cost you, I don't know, like five grand. That video is going to get at least two million views. Those people coming out, like who bailed me out, like jumping for joy. That shit is going to be hilarious. That's killer, yeah. Kaya Orson, right there. I, I'm, Tony yeah, the I've Ripper
1: been. is gonna come out of his cell and go, "Who bailed me out, man?" And when he sees Charlie, he gives her a high five. He's gonna shank him as hard as he fucking can, because <laughs> he's <laughs> gonna think his wallet is loaded. I, I
2: liked it in there, asshole.
1: <laughs> I made friends outside.
2: I made felonies. A homeless guy comes out. He's like, "Great, now I have nowhere to live." <laughs> <That> poor <laughs> man. <alive>.
0: <laughs> Stab someone to get back in. Yeah.
1: Put me back in as he's slapping the shit out of Charlie. I <laughs> Damn. have to smother another baby.
0: It's a thankless <laughs> job, but someone's got to do it. That would be now, a Charlie. Great... How do you?
1: How do you handle the the top tier criminals like the the serial murderers and stuff? Do you have to like make sure they're sorry? Well, five. Well, grand. I think you have to make sure that. you have like five million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends on how well your channel's doing. Wait, five have grand. you? A... Wait,
2: have you ever actually
0: bailed yeah. somebody out? Uh I well I almost had to, but I was too tired, so I just told my friend to ask somebody else. <laughs> you too
1: tired. Well was, Charlie, how like how much does how much is this gonna escalate? Like if your channel becomes one of the top ten on YouTube, do you think you'll be like fighting Supreme Court cases for people and shit? Yeah, I'll be <laughs> like the
0: Saul Goodman. I'll just stand up for the worst kind of people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All for the YouTube views. Giving appellate speeches on the fucking front of the Supreme Court and going, What's everybody? It's critical. <laughs> Oh great. Uh, I'm bailing this felon out today.
3: Your honor.
1: <laughs> Turn to the camera. Let's do this shit.
0: <laughs> so, so can, I, I wanna I wanna <laughs> ask a question. I wanna shift gears a little bit. We've all done things that we uh you know we kinda regret and stuff. Is there any new stories that you've broken that you've come
2: to regret? Um at the like recently or like anything I don't care I'll take the Well yeah of course of course I mean, there's no, going to be Of course there's going to be stories I gra- <laughs> the biggest one is probably you know getting a story wrong um mm. and, and that was the 65 year old guy Tony the RuneScape player um what happened in that situation is basically the the team that works for me we were using a a brand new system where we had a Google Docs right So I got a manager and he manages, you know, the other people that work on the news team. And basically it was my understanding through speaking with the manager is that people would put news and submit news that work on the team to the team. The manager would go through and double check everything, make sure everything is accurate and everything's good. And then he would put that into the Google Docs. Well, what we didn't know is that someone else on the team had access to the Google Docs. So... What was happening is this was in practice for maybe about five days, right? What was happening is all this news was being put in the Google Docs. I was reporting it. Everything was fine Um, because the news that this individual that had access to that he was putting in was good. But he puts this story in that, you know, this pedophile that is out of jail um, is now streaming on Twitch. So I covered the story. Come to find out completely wrong i'm like how did this get in here i start tearing up my manager i'm like how the hell did this get in here and he i didn't put it in here I-, I didn't even know this story was in here blah blah blah. so we we eventually figure out who put it in there and i'm questioning him and he goes yeah uh we verified it by matching the faces so, so they were just literally <laughs> looking they were looking at the picture of this guy that was arrested for being a pedophile and and looking at this dude's fucking stream, and they're like, yep, looks like the same guy. Good enough. Did you <laughs> hire 4chan? glad. <laughs> <Dude, I> <laughs> it was the worst. Much at this. Yeah. Dude, it was the worst. I literally called this dude a fucking pedophile on my show. So, anyhow, I, I figured this out. I immediately fire that fucking idiot. Um, I, I almost fired the manager for fucking somehow giving this idiot access to that Google Docs. And uh, I was just I was so mad at myself because prior to this new system, I personally was researching and making sure everything was correct before I reported it. And I give these guys responsibility. And within five days, I almost destroy my fucking career. Um, so I immediately take the video down. It it was up for probably about two hours, uh, but the damage was done. Uh, you know, it, the guy over on Twitch was. You know, crying and very upset. I immediately offered him twenty thousand um, dollars. He wouldn't accept my money. Um, the my competitor who scares, who was fucking <laughs> literally cr- launched his career based on copying me. Uh, he fucking ran with the story and it, it became like number one on fucking Reddit. And it it was just it was a horrible situation all, all the way around. Uh, I ended up becoming friends with Tony. And I was basically setting it up to fly him to RuneScape because I wanted to do something nice for this guy because I did something so horrible to him and he wouldn't accept my money, right? Because everyone kept saying, oh, you're going to get sued. He's going to sue. No, he's not. I'm not going to get sued because if he says, you know, I want $10,000 in damages for this two hours of harassment I received from your fans from getting this story wrong. I would have just paid it. You can't sue me if you're saying you want X amount of money and I just pay you. Uh, So I was trying to fucking just fix the goddamn problem. You know, I uploaded a video within, I think, three hours of this happening and uh, on the channel admitting that, you know, we got this wrong and I apologize. And I'm trying to fly this guy to RuneScape or do something nice for him. So I'm working with his people. Well, I keep on getting denied. I keep on getting told no. And I keep hearing back from Tony or, or whatever that Tony just wants to be your friend. Okay. He just wants to be my friend. This, that is the
0: cutest thing I've ever
2: heard, oh, man. That is the best resolution.
0: So,
1: well, no. You wanted
2: to hug it out. There's so much That's more adorable. to this. There's so much more to this, right? So
3: before you go on, what do you mean by fly him out to RuneScape? I didn't know it was the real place. No, there
1: <laughs> he was, was like strap a of VR headset.
2: <laughs> there's a it's it's called RuneScape. Fest, I think it's like yeah. I don't know every. Oh. I
0: I remember. Wait, it, yeah, you're right. It's um, Rune Rune Fest, I think it's called Rune, Rune Fest. Fest. Rune yeah, Rune
2: Fest. Yeah. So I'm just Jeez. trying to figure out something to do nice for this dude, right? But I'm put in this weird position where they're like, "Look, we just want you to be Tony's friend." And then I quickly started to understand that by being Tony's friend, it meant that you have to shout out his stream. So I'm just trying to figure out what I can do to fix this problem and make amends for my mistake, and uh, I, I quickly realize that what this guy wants is shout out. So I shout him out. I shout this dude out probably. I, I I know this sounds like a big number, but probably about fifty times. You know, we would raid him from my streams when I was streaming at the time. I would tweet him out. I would try to do all this stuff, and at the same time, my competitor is you know scarce he's going over and he's playing runescape with tony just milking this thing until the fucking cow is dry like so
0: i like that going behind your back to play runescape with him
2: he's playing runescape on his stream and it's like so the audience is like okay who do i pick keem or scarce well scarce call or keem star called this innocent old man a pedo and scarce is look at him he's sitting there playing with him he defended him (laughs) You know, it's, just, oh, for fuck's sake.
3: I have to say for just calling someone a pedophile, it, it, offering him tens of thousands of dollars and shouting him out 50 times, if you ever want to call Jackson a pedophile, please go ahead. Give us, <laughs> give us
2: all that. So Tony keeps hitting me up periodically a couple months later, you know, from this incident. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was just wondering, you know, if, if, you know, maybe you want to shout me out here and there because, after all the hype died down from this story, you know, people stopped going to Tony's stream because you know they they it, it's boring. It's just an old guy running around playing RuneScape, saying Yahoo, right? It's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just. It's not entertaining, right? It just isn't. And, and I'm sorry if that comes across as being mean, but it's the truth. So this guy went from being accused to being a pedophile from me, which was my mistake, 100%, um, and getting like 100 people in there yelling and screaming at him to then being found out that he's innocent, he's a victim, and now he has 10,000 people there every night saying wahoo, wahoo, and all this other shit, to now it's dwindling down to where he's only got 200 people in his live stream, and it's it's going lower and lower and lower to like 100 people watching so then he starts hitting me up, right? And it's like a lot of guilt trip. Like, hey, man, uh, can you shout me out? And how, how am I supposed to say no? I can't say no. So I start shouting him out, shouting him out. He hits me up a couple months later. You know, things will die down. I haven't heard from him. Start shouting me out. So then it gets really bad for Tony, right? His, 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 his people stop watching. They just, they just stop watching. And, you know, there's not that many people there. Like 50 people are tuning into the stream. So then he turns around and starts doing this thing where he starts claiming that I've ruined his life. Because what happens is when you stream on Twitch, it doesn't matter who you are, someone is going to go into that channel and they're going to troll you. They're going to talk some shit about you. Um, So people were going in there and they were calling him a nasty old man and calling him a a, a pedo or whatever because he has like a lot of young girls that he'll play these games with and he could be flirtatious with them. Right. And he's like, he's in his sixties and some of these girls are like in their twenties or whatever. So they start trolling him and he starts blaming it all on me. Now this is fucking. This is a year ago, bro. So this is
0: actually an effect that I've seen a lot, especially on Reddit, where they'll find like a, a kid's channel who you know yeah, puts yeah. a lot of passion, and then they just raid the channel, and it blows up, and then when it dies down, which it inevitably will do after like a month, a week, however long, then then ev- the the person, the star of that, gets very very like depressed because they think they're doing something wrong, like. What happened? I had all of this massive success for a little while, and now there's nobody here and then it just makes them really yeah. sad it's just a really it's just an unfortunate situation there's really no winners in it I mean the I'm sure the, the internet for it
1: the internet as a whole has like a memory of a goldfish everything is fifteen minutes of fame on the internet for yeah. the most part you will find it like there are a lot of things that will find an audience, but for the most part, if something explodes, it will never reach that level again unless it somehow gets another different type of explosion in popularity from either something else or similar or whatever. Well,
3: you know, we're not familiar with the case, but I think we speak for everyone when I say he should have taken the money.
1: I wish he did, well, too. Yeah. Well, because- that, yeah, then he could have used the money to sue Keemstar. It would have been brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that was good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... Know it it gets to this point where it's like, okay, what more can I do? Like you won't take my money. I've shouted you out like so many goddamn times. It's like you're still blaming me for this and and making me feel guilty. So anyhow, uh it gets to this point where he he's not getting any views and he reaches out to me and he says, you know, his people's like, Hey, Tony wants to call you, you know, and I was like, Okay, because he had my number, we had each other's number, we talked on the phone. I was like, yeah, have him call me in like five minutes. So he calls me, I get on the phone with him and he starts telling me, he's like, man, I I, I just want exposure, you know? I, I just, I think that we should do a collaboration together and, you know, you should shout it out. And it's like, it's like, okay, dude, at this point, I'm like, what more can I do? So I say, yes. I was like, listen, when I'm in Kansas City, cause he's from Kansas City, I go, when I go to Kansas City, we're gonna work together. So maybe a couple months later, I'm in Kansas City and I call him and I'm trying to organize like a way that me and him can be together and we can make this video and whatnot. So I give him a time and a place where we can meet. I talk on the phone. The conversation's great. great. Uh, he doesn't call me back. He doesn't respond to my DMs and he doesn't meet me at the place that we're supposed to meet that we already made arrangements to and the time. So I just thought, you know, he's an old man. Maybe he's sick. I I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Not a big deal. After I get home, he starts having a rant on Twitter that I'm a lying piece of shit because I went to Kansas City and didn't make time for him and didn't, like, come meet him. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, that's just not true. So this is the first point. Like, this is, like, a year and, like, maybe two months after this happened, right, the original thing that I finally just say enough is enough and I just call him out publicly on Twitter and I'm like, nope, you're a fucking liar. Fuck you. Um, So at that point, I'm like, I'm not helping this dude out. I'm not working with him. I'm not shouting him out anymore. Like I'm I'm just done with it. And I I told him publicly, I was like, fucking sue me. Stop bitching about me. Stop complaining about me. Sue me. And uh, it comes to find out this video surfaces on YouTube where people were catfishing him and they were acting like they were acting like, like a t- Wait, kids were catfishing him. Kids were catfishing him acting like a female that he was talking to for like over a year. And they were acting like a, I, I can't remember the exact age. It wasn't underage, but it was young, like eight, like 17, 18, 20s, something like that. They were acting like a young girl flirting with him, and he was saying some raunchy, raunchy shit to that girl, right? And, uh, yeah, they were catfishing him, and they were trying to make the case For that over he... a year? Yeah, for over a year. That That's he was...
3: a lot of dedication. That is, that is the long call. Yeah, Dad, like cyber-sexing an old fuck just to get at him. That's— <laughs> I don't yeah. know. The people might have <laughs> well, just enjoyed that.
0: How how does that work
1: through individuals and groups? Were they reporting on him every week? Like, oh, how's the old man doing this week? Well, he still wants to fuck. Spies. Yeah, he got under my bra this week. I don't know. They'll share fish. an account. He's the playful but cautious.
2: The whole catfish thing is really, really fucking like that's a wild, wild thing. Someone has to be really bored to do that. Um, but the catfish thing, um, it actually. The way I understood it is it started before my story even like, like, like happened. Right. So this thing was going on for a while where they they were fucking with this guy. And apparently he's a he's a goddamn creep, you know, based on what was being said back and forth. So I don't know.
3: No, we'll see you.
2: I I, I think we could still have some
0: closure. Yeah, some closure here. Tony, if you're, if you're listening, or Tony's team, if you're listening, relay this to Tony. (laughs) Yeah. Take, take Keemstar to court in RuneScape. Wager some RuneScape gold, go to the courthouse and have an actual showdown.
3: Trial by combat. Let the gods decide.
0: If you need a champion,
3: I'll take the (laughs) 20,000. And fight for you in RuneScape using Charlie's account or
2: something.
0: Yeah, you can use my account.
2: So many when this happens, so many people tweet at me because like I offered the money like instantly, right? Somebody tweeted me. They're like, "Money can't fix everything." Well, then what? What is your recourse? What? What can you do? Like the only thing you can do is sue somebody, right? When they do damages to you legally. So yeah, money does fix problems. I mean, yeah,
0: like like Kai said, if you want to toss twenty thousand dollars, the official podcast will be there to moderate the the debate.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, I'll let you call me anything. I don't give a shit. But yeah, that was this. When was this? This happened in the like high time of you people like calling everyone and each other with legs just pedophiles, right? Yeah, that know, was like two years ago.
2: Twenty fifteen, if I remember right. Well, the problem the, the the crazy thing was is we were discovering that a lot of these Minecraft YouTubers were pedos, you know. And and I don't mean when I say pedo. I'm not saying pedophile. I'm using like a slang term that means like messing around with the girls that are underage, right? Because a pedophile actually means like someone under the age of 13, right? But uh, so when I say pedos, I just mean any, any, any girl underage. And what we are finding out is that these Minecraft YouTubers, these child entertainers, were constantly, constantly, constantly flirting with their fans and with, with females, in some cases males, that were underage. And it was just, it was just like Lion Maker, this basher thing. Uh, there, there was another guy who's like in jail now. Uh, uh, there was this,
3: fucking- oh, the Butt Clapper. What was yeah. his
0: name? Aaron, uh, Aaron Austin, Aaron, Aaron Austin, something. Austin Jones. Oh, Austin Jones. Yeah.
2: No, no, Major that's a, that's, a, that's a separate one. There's another one too, who's a Minecraft. <laughs> but they, they were all coming from like this Minecraft community, and it was just like. When this starts happening back and forth where it's like, okay, proof here, proof here, proof here, proof here, you you start in your mind thinking, oh, my God, this problem is huge. There's no way that I just in like a a month's time found every single pedophile in the goddamn Minecraft community. This has to be the tip of the iceberg, and this has to be a much bigger problem. So when, when this whole thing with Tony hits my desk, you know, I... You know, don't question it. You know, I trust my team, and I'm like, oh, got another one. You know, let, let's really hammer down on this.
3: Uh, you need better standards than for proof.
0: Yeah, Kaya's, Kaya's rate is only $20,000. He can match pictures with the best of them.
3: <laughs> I mean, no, it's because they tried to do the same thing to you as far as I remember. I mean, we, we almost got entangled in some of that drama. Somebody had that... Uh,
2: Oh yeah, where uh, grade was trying to say that I was a pedo or whatever because some girl, uh, grade A under A.
1: Well, let's set the uh, Uh, let's set uh, the record straight so we're not confused. Keemstar, are you in fact or not a pedophile?
2: I am not.
1: All right, you heard it here. Official (laughs) confirmation.
3: (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, see, no ambiguity, the thing is, mean, Though they did do that with the video of the I don't know, some young lady with your name on her ass cheeks or something dancing. Yeah, so uh, the thing is, you can't just go around and then call people pedos and say it's just slang because slang or not under the law, pedophile means a thing, and people don't care if what you meant was oh he's just into women who look uh, who look young, even if it's not outright fucking toddlers. Uh, that's a problem. That's still. Well, you
2: know, I mean, it, I mean. A,
3: Pretty vile insults, but at the same time, what I did notice at that time, and Charlie too, when did you say, like 2015, those time-ish, is literally all of you were calling each other pedophiles. I, I think I remember that grade A guy you mentioned. Is, is he the guy who makes the MS Paint videos?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I, I, yeah, for example, that's then one of his videos I remember, I think, where he went on a tirade against you about how you uh keep calling everyone a pedophile and keep doxing people and then he literally did the same thing in his own video and many others yeah Uh, yeah that was was a high time i I have to admit charlie and i joined in on the fun at some point too with our videos yeah good times i miss those times
0: well they were simpler times back then all you needed to do was just say this person is a pedophile and then you, you got something
2: Yeah, in the summer of 2000, (laughs) in the the summer of 2016, you could literally say anything about anyone and get away with it. It was like, for some reason, the viewers were so sheep like during that time. And and honestly, they have changed. The viewership has changed and they are doing more critical thinking. and, And I think it's because a lot of these stories that have come out have been just been proven to be wrong or false. Like
3: I wouldn't go that far.
2: It's it's better than it was. It is way better than it was. Yeah,
0: I can't say I really keep up too much with the bigger stories. The only ones I really pay attention to are the ones that come across on Twitter. What what are the big stories now? Well, right now the big ones about H three H three and the whole PewDiePie thing.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm involved in that. Do you do, do you guys know about that? <laughs> I
3: don't know. Yeah, that's a yeah. Way- I I saw that they well uh, uh, he was blaming you for the dislikes apparently.
2: Yeah, uh, that's all
3: we know, really.
2: So basically what happens is for anyone that doesn't know, which everyone probably does know. So sorry, but I'll give you the cliff notes. Uh, H3H3 it basically calls out PewDiePie for saying the N-word, saying that he's disappointed and it was just awful how he used it. Goes on a little bit of a rant on PewDiePie. Now, a lot of people are like, wait a minute. Isn't H3H3 friends with PewDiePie? Because you got to remember, like, PewDiePie was, like, the second guest on H3H3's podcast, all right? Biggest YouTuber in the world, right? And at that time, which was, like, over a year ago, there wasn't a Jake Paul. There wasn't a Logan Paul. It was PewDiePie. He is the biggest star, uh, you know, view-wise, everything, right? And at that time, he goes and, like, helps Ethan, H3H3, launches podcast. So it's like, man, not only are they friends, but PewDiePie did something pretty fucking big for Ethan just by you know, coming on his show like the way that he did. Um, so people are kind of pissed off at Ethan. They're like, how, how could you do this to your friend? But then, you know, the conversation quickly says, wait a minute, if you're so disappointed in PewDiePie saying the N-word, didn't you say the N-word, Ethan, when, when you had, you know, dubs on your podcast? So they start calling him uh, a backstabber for going hard on PewDiePie, and they start calling him hypocritical. And they start putting dislikes on his video. And he starts getting a lot of hate. And what happens is, is you know, as a person that runs Drammler, it is my job to report the drama. Well, what is the drama in this story? The drama in this story is that he went hard. H3H3 went hard on PewDiePie. And that he's getting hate because people, you know, feel like he backstabbed PewDiePie. And that they feel that he's being hypocritical because he also said the N-word. That's the story. So I report the story a- as such. I say. You know, they're mad at him because he went hard at PewDiePie. I know I'm repeating myself for the third time. And people are saying that he is being hypocritical because he said the N-word before. Uh, In his podcast, two nights ago, H3H3 tries to shift all the hate that he's getting on me. You know, he tries to say like, oh, man, it wasn't that bad until Keemstar was calling me hypocritical. And it's I just I never called him hypocritical. And then he starts taking a dig at my fans. You know, all of his fans are 12 year olds and you know, just if you really want to trust, you know, Camestar for the goddamn news. And it's like, wait a minute, bro. Everything you just said about me was incorrect. It's a proven lie. You could go back and watch my video, hear what you say, and just know that you're lying right now. You know, how, how do you have the audacity to do this? But not only that, we have a lot of the same fans, you know, people that watch me and watch my show. They also watch H3H3 and they watch his show. So when you're attacking my fans, you're really attacking a lot of your fans as well. So it was just a city, shitty situation because I'm literally just hitting Ethan up in the DMs a couple days ago. I'm like, hey, buddy, haven't talked to you in a while. What's up?
0: You know, <laughs> did, but before you did, did you did he ignore it?
2: Did he did ignore he respond, Oh, of course. Of course he responded. You know, me and Ethan, me and Ethan, we talk a lot behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like uh, about oh. everything.
0: <laughs> that's
3: you're, he's, charlie's heart just broke yeah. i want to do the simpsons thing rewind like oh this well, is the moment where you can see his heart break
0: that was rough yeah i mean a little backstory well since we started this podcast ethan and i used to talk a little bit and he really helped get my channel back after false strikes and then his his skype <clears> got <gotten throat> hacked and uh i've been trying to get back in contact with him because he was like yeah just hit me up here and there and i've like emailed him three times just asking to catch up and then Hit him up on Twitter and he looks at it because I see the blue check mark and then just doesn't reply. Damn. <laughs> yeah. What we're saying
2: you is you DM'd easy. him. You're DMing him or tweeting him? No, I DM'd him
0: and I've I've oh. even left a left a reply on one of his one of his posts and I've emailed him. It's like I'm am I'm an abused wife, really. I'm coming back for more. Okay. What well, listen. Listen. Is,
2: if someone misses a tweet, that's fine. If they miss a tweet, that's fine. You know, you got to give them a a chance, but. If 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 he's DMing you, Ethan, and you're not responding, fuck you, because that's the same thing that nobody told me is that, you know, people would he was DM you or trying to talk to you and you don't respond. It's like you respond to me because you probably know that I'm a cunt and I'll just be mad and fucking publicly tweet at you and be like, hey, respond to my fucking DM. But like it's just everyone else. It seems like you've been given the culture shoulder. And this is what I hate about all this. Right. You were so wrong, Ethan. I'm sorry. I'm having a little rant on your podcast,
0: right? (laughs) All right. Just let it all out.
2: All right, fine. Ethan, you were so wrong with what you said about me. It's just proven wrong. I mean, facts are the facts. Anybody can look at it. When I fuck up, when I said, hey, this 65-year-old RuneScape player is a pedo, I have to publicly go out there and eat fucking crow. I have to say, hey, man, $20,000. I have to shout out his stream. I have to do all this stuff because I am wrong. But when you are wrong you don't apologize and i feel like you don't apologize or you never admit that you're wrong because you feel like you're better than anyone and then when i hear stories when people other creators are hitting you up in the dms you just ignore them yeah bro i th- i really think you think you're better than everyone i really really think that now dude that's fucked up
1: ethan if you're listening and with if with a full heavy heart and absolute sincerity you are welcome to come on this podcast and defend yourself.
0: Ethan, if you're listening with a full, heavy heart and absolute sincerity, please come home.
2: <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going to tell you right now, he probably <laughs> we is. Miss you, Ethan. After this podcast airs, he probably will DM you. And he probably will do this podcast. And I'll tell you why. Because when I put him on blast for unfollowing Net Nobody, which is Skydis Minecraft, if you don't know, he changed his name. When I put him on blast for unfollowing him, just because Net Nobody wouldn't pick sides, like Net Nobody picked, he, he tweeted out, he's like, yeah, Keemstar and Ethan are fighting. I like them both, not picking sides. And when Ethan saw that, he unfollowed him just because he wouldn't take his side 100%. So listen, after I put him on blast for doing that, He immediately jumps in net nobody's DMs. A person who he ignored for months every time net nobody tried to DM him. So I'm sure critical that you will get a DM from Ethan, and he'll probably even come on this podcast.
3: Great, that's fine. Good. Maybe it's really not a intentional thing.
0: Yeah, I I was more or less kidding about. At the very least, he didn't
3: make any promises we've had previously. Guests, you know who. Uh, told us they would come on, and then they wouldn't even reply to us. All that sort of stuff. That we really don't like this courtesy. But I, this is really not meant. To, it wasn't meant to be a bash on Ethan or whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah. I,
2: yeah. So I, no, I totally get that. But I mean to bash him, and I just want to make that clear. <laughs> all right,
1: it's okay, you guys. Yeah. Have Star stands alone, I mean, but at the same time, he's standing up.
0: And also on the same token of the discourtesy, we don't appreciate it. And if you have any issue with us not appreciating it, you can fight me on Runescape will stake a hundred mil each. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, uh, let mean, me don't just, mess
1: with this man. He plays it in the background of everything he does.
2: I He's can't I can't really He's speak it for, right now. <laughs> I can't really speak for anyone else, but I can speak for myself. You know, a lot of people DM me and they contact me. And like I respond to everyone who I, I I think is important or that I actually like want to respond to. There are a few people who I ignore, and those people who I ignore um, are just like I, I have no interest in talking to them. You know, I, I I I don't just oops I forgot to respond. It's like I literally say, oh yeah, I don't really care to hear about this or, or talk to this person. So and I and I feel like when a lot of these people are playing the YouTube game, if it will. It's like, hmm, you know, what could this person do for me? Can this person help me out? If they're important enough to help me out, then, yeah, I'll talk to them or, yeah, I'll DM them or, or yeah, I'll respond. But if they're, if they're not helping me out, right, if I can't get anything from them, then they're not important enough and I'll just ignore them. And I feel like that's what a lot of people do. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense, I suppose. Well,
1: Jackson, what do you think? Jackson's What's been... What's happening with Leafy? Jackson, I've counted. You've said three sentences before this point. Well, Jackson's... What's a, he, he's a very
0: He's a very opinionated individual, Andrew. This is one of his more verbose matches here.
1: I want to hear Can what Jackson
0: Can I ask my question?
3: To, yeah, exactly. What? <laughs> 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 when I tuned out of the whole
0: drama game on YouTube, it was around the time where... Uh, I think it was Leafy. Leafy was uh, in the... Headlights, whatever. Is he still around? What's happening with him?
2: I mean, all these doing good things. All these people that like attacked me really are doing really poor. Uh, like the, the grade A under A. I don't think he's uploaded in like months. Uh, Leafy's views are he he's he still pulls like 10 million views a month. But I mean, it's not it's not he used to get 100 million views a month. So, you know, all these guys have kind of died. You know, that that trend or fat is over with
3: that's the one thing i do admire about you charlie can vouch for this no matter what if like after all this time and after all the bullshit and people saying your channel is dead and this on that you've really outlived all of these people you came out on top like oil and water i mean that's just impressive
0: that's something we they, talked about on the podcast too about how when everyone every, was throwing shit yeah we talked about this of not too long ago because we brought up youtube drama for some reason and uh, we've, we got to the topic of what's up with Scarce and Keemstar and stuff and then we started talking about when Keemstar was getting shit from everyone and we're not innocent here also throwing oil on that fire and then still he managed to persist and even grew to one of the fastest growing channels and nothing shy of impressive yeah, no, I
3: think you're a I'm not gonna blow smoke up your ass I don't like any of you drama people but I think you're a good businessman I think if anything you have achieved that goal that that is something that I, I think you can be proud of Well, if you're playing the game well if you're playing the
2: game I think um, the only thing that separates me from um, a lot of people um, in this space is uh, I, I try to create new things. I try to do stuff that hasn't been done in this space before. And a lot of other people, are I, I feel like, are just clones, right? They're like, oh, what's this guy doing? Oh, let me try that. You know, there's there's not that much originality. And I know that sounds rich coming from someone that does fucking news or, or drama videos. But, you know, my my show didn't exist uh, prior to me doing it anywhere on YouTube. Um, my trolling videos back in the day didn't exist. Um, you know, I mean, there were trolling videos on YouTube, but of course, there was the guy playing World of Warcraft that said Leroy Jenkins. But as far as an organized channel that, you know, did these type of pranks in online games, it didn't exist before. So I've always tried to do um, new things and I've always tried to like be ahead of the trend And, um, I I think a lot of people are just kind of like jumping on trends. And uh, uh, also another important thing is I don't think a lot of people are honest, right? They get so caught up in whatever persona or whatever image that they're trying to project that they, they just stop being real, man. And I think once the audience realizes, wait, man, that's not really the same guy or uh, that guy is not being incredibly honest with us or whatever, I feel like you just die immediately.
3: I don't know. No, it's not the dishonesty. That's not. I cannot put my finger on what exactly makes you successful, but it's not that others are being dishonest because dishonesty will get you much further in this industry than anywhere else.
0: If I had to take a stab at it, though, uh, one thing a lot of Internet personalities try to do is put up this barrier of who they really are and what they show on the Internet. But with you, Daniel, it seems like you show yourself and you don't hide anything about yourself. You're very vocal with your political stances, whereas a lot of people would shy away from it. Very vocal about how you feel about certain people you're reporting on, whereas a lot of people wouldn't take a side or something. And I think the audience you've grown has kind of followed you because they respect you and not just what you're putting out there. Whereas a lot of people are just fake
2: I'll tell you what, when I endorsed Trump in 2014, uh, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't get really any much shit because everyone just thought it was a joke, right? But it wasn't a joke. When I started endorsing Trump, like, you know, when he announced that he's going to be president in 2016, I got called a racist, I got called this, I got called that. I had all these people in the YouTube community coming at me for being a Trump supporter, but then the, sh- the everything shift, right? All these fucking libtards, we are on their goddamn high horse on Twitter and everywhere else, all of a sudden now, like, these guys uh, support Trump. And it, it's it been so weird to watch. It's been so strange to watch, really, the shift. And it just showed that not only are there trends on YouTube and, and trends in, you know, music and, and, and movies and, and our entertainment, but there are trends in politics. When you can literally watch, you can watch, Someone that is hardcore. I love Obama. Obama can do nothing wrong. To you know, go Trump. You know, when when you see that shift and you see these people move around, you realize that there really are just a bunch of followers everywhere, and there's really not that many leaders. So back to you know doing stuff before anyone else and trying to create my my own path that other people would then follow. I think that is one of the main things that everyone should aspire to do if you want longevity in this game.
0: Yeah. I think that's good advice all around is to try and do new things. Speaking of new things, there's a tradition around the podcast where Andrew goes on some of the most abhorrent dates you could ever imagine. Do you have any like really notably bad dates you've ever gone on Daniel?
2: Um, I've never really went on too many dates. Besides you know? Tony. <laughs> I, I I never really went on too many dates. It's always been like you know, b- before I started dating the mother of my child, uh, Melissa. Before that, it was always just like I'm at a party, you know, hook up here, hook up there, like booty call. Like I, I've never really went on dates, you know.
0: What advice would you give to Andrew who does go on these horrible dates?
1: Yes, please go ahead
2: throw the date completely completely out like don't don't worry about the date don't worry about going out to eat don't worry about going to the movies try to get right to uh, try to get to the home run you know r- right away
1: well that's that's how i've been approaching the game lately to kind of mix up my style i just talk to these girls and say listen <laughs> you want to like bang and get married and if they even hesitate for a second i'm gone
0: challenge him to runescape staking as soon as i
1: show them the engagement ring if they go uh i just already know i'm hiking away andrew commitment exactly (laughs) i want to nail this shit
2: down dates are so weird and they're so awkward like the date would be so much better if you fuck them first right if if you if you hook up first and then you have that intimate connection that you've made with that person where you've like busted on a nut on their face then it's kind of cool to take them out to a spaghetti dinner you know are you taking well, notes, Andrew?
0: Uh,
1: well, that's how Charlie and I became friends. Yeah. That's the <laughs> only way. Andrew likes busting nuts on his own face. <laughs> we got it out of the way.
0: Kyle likes busting nuts on a poster of a cougar S- that says Discover Africa.
1: Speaking of busting nuts, Keemstar, Daniel, it is a well renowned podcast tradition, and we would be amiss if we didn't ask you do you have any entertaining masturbation stories?
2: Uh, I'd have to think about this for a minute. I mean, I got. Busted. I like the
3: idea that uh, Kim Star's enemies are tuning into this podcast and now. They have to sit through this shit.
2: <laughs> well, well, once he started, they whipped
1: out their notepads now for this section. Uh, okay. Come on, give us the details. Bad I masturbation. mean,
2: the only the only thing I can think of is when I was really young. Um, I was probably maybe twelve, thirteen. Uh, my parents got home, and I I had one of these fucking tape headset things, or no, maybe it was CD at the time. I can't remember you know, a a Walkman or whatever, where it was a CD player and I had the headphones on. And what I was doing is I was listening to a sexy song. I can't remember what song it was, but it was some hip hop of some sort. And I was masturbating to the Sears catalog because, (laughs) because I'm old, like I'm 35. We didn't all have computers and Internet back then, you know, and even if you did, everyone was on dial up. So. I was, uh, I was looking at the bra section of the Sears catalog, and uh, yeah, my mom came home and caught me, and uh, it was just a very, very awkward moment.
0: God, and the I, Sears
2: catalog. And I noticed a couple days ago that the Sears catalog got thrown away,
0: <laughs> so that
2: made it even worse.
0: God, I miss that Sears catalog. Sears is unfortunately just gone under. Yeah. A titan collapsing.
2: It's Amazon, it, dude. Amazon. They rule the world. Yeah,
1: motherfucking Amazon. Now they have to check off to all their fucking two-day shipping deals.
0: <laughs> some would argue that's better masturbatory material. That's true.
2: I don't know, dude. I think the kids today—they're—they're they're kind of like they're—they're not—they're kind of fucked, right? Because the minute you get a cell phone or you get access to the internet, you're looking at like some hardcore porn. When we were kids, we didn't have that, dude. Our imagination. Oh, well well, no there's an actual
1: there's some studies going around that says that uh younger generations are having we're having the issue japan has where kids just don't want to get together and fuck and all that stuff because all the outrageous (laughs) well no because all the outrageous pornography and the availability of it makes the idea of actually doing stuff like that seem boring and they don't want to
3: actually go for that that's the thing though when you say that. Because then the logical conclusion is, hey, maybe porn isn't as awesome as everyone says, but if you even suggest that, you get called like a Bible-thumping redneck, right? Well, porn is amazing. Let's not mince words. Porn,
0: if you're listening, we're a big
3: fan. No, no, that's not the thing. It's simply the suggestion of, hey, porn may be addicting and maybe not good to if, you know, young uh, people, children can see like porn and it's all these perfectly gigantic cocks and perfect pussies and perfect even tits. And then they go into the real world and no one's really like that. Yeah, no, your yeah. boyfriend isn't going to fuck you for two hours straight with like a nine inch cock and a six pack. That's not true. You're not yeah, my been, boyfriend yeah, at all.
0: Andrew has been known to do that. Ladies, please take an orderly cue in front of him.
3: <laughs> known by wow. his alias, Peter North.
2: You know what? I think, is, yeah, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, it might be a good thing, right? Because, you know, if, if you know, Japan, they're having kids like at, at a much lesser rate. And, you know, world population is kind of through the roof. So I think maybe. To to help with world population, you know, all these starving people in third world countries, instead of giving them food, we should just give them the internet, dude.
0: Yeah, give them porn. It's not a bad idea. Yep. They'll never want to fuck again too much porn. Exactly.
3: (laughs) Exactly. Keemstar, you and whatever the, the the other chop boys names that's ripping you off on the drama, you guys need to unite. It's like Game of Thrones. You know, you have all your petty squabbles, but you don't notice the White Walkers coming from the fucking north.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all the drama is, is nice, but you guys that? need White to walkers?
3: stand against the DMCA cunts. Like, that, that seems like something that's going to really fuck all of you sooner or later
2: the dmc oh we do yeah we we fucking we rip them to shreds like the guy that just went after pewdiepie uh like yeah yeah developer. sean man, say his yeah. name he's a cunt yeah I, I if you go to my twitter i just made twitter video after twitter video telling him he was a worthless piece of shit and i'll tell you why because any developer that says oh youtubers make money off of me are the stupidest mother entitled cunts you've ever like what the fuck are you talking about? These YouTubers getting millions of views are fucking promoting your game for free. You didn't pay PewDiePie to fucking show 5.6 million people your goddamn firewatch fucking click through cunt. Like oh, th- these oh. people are so fucking in like I-, I hate so many of developers for this reason. They they they're they're so fucking entitled. So I went on a rant on this dude uh, on on Twitter because Not only am I a YouTuber and understand this space, but I'm also a game developer and and I've developed many indie games. And I, what was it like three years ago, four years ago, maybe even five years ago, I developed this game called Amputee. And the game had 2000 sales. All of a sudden the website, which it was on, which was called Indie City crashes. And we're like, what the hell is going on? We quickly found out that PewDiePie played my fucking game. And that game, once the website came back up, got 20,000 fucking sales in one day once the website came back up. All right. So just from PewDiePie playing my game, that's how much impact this dude had four years ago. All right. The fact that PewDiePie plays your game and you have the audacity to say, we don't want you making money on our game. is just just. Sh- it just shows what an entitled piece of shit you are, and you need to be slapped. You need to be slapped. Every fucking del- developer, game developer, should be kissing YouTubers and streamers' ass because we are your path to the audience, which you want to sell, and it costs you nothing.
1: You know, I think you're completely right. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds would not be anywhere near where it is today without us streaming it every yeah. so often.
0: You should be kissing our ass, Brendan Green.
1: Yeah. Or oh, player, well, player unknown, so he may not actually be Brendan Green. Even if you anybody. upload,
2: even if you upload a video, even if you upload a video and you talk shit about a game, I mean, you just murder it. You say it's the worst game ever. There are people in your audience that will want to experience the worst game ever themselves, and they will buy it. Any coverage That's is not. Good.
3: Oh yeah, Any- always the case though, uh, Daniel. Maybe you remember. Uh, I don't know if PewDiePie himself made a video about this, but a developer of one of the games he played, I think it was Airscape, he actually wrote an article on how even having your own game played by the biggest YouTuber doesn't necessarily mean a breakthrough success, where uh, his game was played by PewDiePie and he expected a lot of sales, but it never really happened. So I, I think it can happen, and it can't. In certain circumstances, you know, I mean, maybe the game's just really, really boring. I mean, if the okay. game just, okay, looks absolutely well, okay. Let, boring. Me, let me explain this. Let me and explain the,
2: this, though. Let me explain this. I under- totally understand your point, but let me explain this. Okay, if PewDiePie plays your game and you, let's say, you only get five sales, then uh, you wouldn't have those five sales if it wasn't for PewDiePie. I agree.
3: I'm not defending him. What I'm trying to say is, however, whether this happens or not, whether you see an increase, even if it's just like you say, five sales. You're still a hypocrite if you then go after PewDiePie and say, oh, he made millions off of our back, and I don't want that. I don't want to – this was Sean Vanaman's whole shtick, right? He said, I don't want to be associated with him. I don't want to make uh, him money. Okay, then how about you give back all the money you made from his sales yep. that he inadvertently caused? Like go back to whatever about- time period – that his videos came out, look at your sales and refund all of those games or donated to charity or something. Put your money where your mouth is. But yep. it's not really about the money. You know this too, I'm sure. It's uh, purely...
1: Yeah,
3: it's virtue signaling, what we call, right? Yep. It's simply, hey, this guy said something I don't like. Look at me, how I'm standing up for the poor, poor, whatever, the few people who got offended.
2: And what uh, makes it even better is that after he went on this rant, after he said he was going to take down PewDiePie's video for all this shit he then goes on and says all right he says we are complicit we are complicit we understand that we probably got a lot of sales from his 5.6 uh you know million views that he got on our videos so're we're, we're confused or we're we're not sure where to handle go forward here I, I can't remember the exact tweet when that tweet comes out what you are looking at is you are looking at a fucking developer you're looking at this van whatever his name is a firewatch who says fuck this guy how dare he say the n-word we're gonna take down his videos he is so bad you know but then the minute he realizes that this bad person this racist person this horrible person pewdiepie made him money he says oh well now now it's confusing now we don't know where to go what? What, bitch? You're just as bad. You literally sold out every single black person that you were trying to defend because PewDiePie made you money. And nobody makes this point, dude. I don't understand why people aren't making this point. This motherfucker went on this tirade and then all of a sudden is confused because I don't know if I should continue with this because he made me money. You sold out the black people.
3: <laughs> You're a slaver, Batman, man. man
1: we uh we're no, I updating like this. our I like store with some new merch it's gonna be a t-shirt with just in quotes you sold out the black people from keemstar i actually like that idea
0: <laughs> you heard it here first if
1: we were filming this as a movie like a 12 angry Men scenario you know that would be the kinching like catchphrase that everyone would be saying after they walk out of the theater
2: i was i was hoping i was really hoping that van whatever his name is had a boss like I, is he the main boss
3: yeah, yeah he is the <laughs> oh fuck I was hoping Cato he had a something
2: I was hoping he had a boss because I was gonna make the joke that he fucked up so bad that he gets fired watch
3: oh,
0: oh sit... <laughs> damn I, I, do that, I do that too I sit on uh, like really like mediocre puns in my back pocket just for the most unreasonable circumstances that might unfold
3: <laughs> no, I, I'm afraid that's not gonna happen but I mean holy fuck <laughs> If you're the kind of person who takes solace in, like, petty revenge, his games being review bombarded on Steam, which I don't think is right. But I told him that's the biggest toll he paid.
2: Dude, within within one hour of him making these tweets, I, I came across my desk and I started fucking going at him. And I told him, I go, listen, this happens every time somebody fucks up and then someone else goes out of their way, overextends to try to make them pay for it. And then the shift. You know, goes from, oh, PewDiePie said a bad word, to this stupid game developer. You've literally wanted the attention so bad that you've taken the hate off of him, and it's now on you. you fucked up. Yeah, I
3: mean, the thing is, though, they're going to get the... They don't care about the hate because in their... I don't know how much you keep up with game developers. I follow a lot of them. It's something I'm interested in. But the gaming community as a whole, they're extremely to the left very much. I mean, most developers... Pick your favorite game, whatever it is you're playing. I don't know if you stream, but pick a game. Go to their credit section. Pick any ten names, and I guarantee you that eight out of those ten will have like anti-Trump tirades on their Twitters and ranting against white people or something. It's like it, it, it kind of it's, it's upsetting at this point where I cannot even like look at a game without imagining some blue-haired fat Tom Lorena.
2: Well, I mean but, that's uh, that's that's really. That's really just the entertainment biz, right? Whether it's gaming, whether it's Hollywood, whatever it is. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
2: The only place where but... you find it not like that is just on independent, independent entertainers that are not controlled by anyone. That's where you find it, uh, where, where they'll so you know support the right or support Trump. It's just, no, yeah. And the point is, I, I don't think people should be
3: stooping to the same level doing review uh You know, fake reviews with, uh, you know, I hate this developer, don't buy this game kind of stuff. But I I think boycotts are fine and uh, moral, but I don't think it's okay to just go to Steam and leave bad reviews because you don't like the person. That just seems like something they would do.
2: You're such a much better person than me because I think it's like the greatest thing ever. I think you should go there and be like, yeah. uh, I don't feel
3: bad for him. I'm not a good person. I'm going to have to stop you right there. I think I can have all of my friends here vouch that, that, that that's not true. Uh, but Kaya, you're I mean, one of the, the best, got ran yeah, over. what are you
1: talking about? You're one of the greatest people I've ever known. <laughs> like totally when You rescued with... that orphan from that fire, and still gave <laughs> me an autograph. I fucking shit my <laughs> pants, dude.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm totally no, fine all. with. I'm, I'm totally fine with going over there and leaving a review saying that I played this game and it was the worst game ever. Even if you actually enjoyed it, I, I think you know. I, I think that. There, there has to be some way for people to express themselves and there has to be some way for people to say fuck you to this game dev, right? Because his way to say fuck you to PewDiePie was to take down his video and I don't know if you heard but he actually took down his video even though PewDiePie yeah, privated it. he went through it, with it. He went through with it and took it down. So there has to be some way to say fuck you to this game dev. And if it's PewDiePie by being...
3: now has a strike on his channel. And if it's if and
2: if it's by being dishonest on Steam and leaving a dishonest review to get back at him, so be it, dude. There has to be an eye for an eye in this world. Otherwise, there is no justice.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel there's always a different way. I mean, just, you know, talking about this asshole and what a piece of shit he is, is also a good thing. But uh, I, I don't like using their methods... Because I think that's just vile. I think it's vile to weaponize uh, something. Because then, you know, of course, it would be really satisfying. I told us in our uh, Skype chat to just go onto his game and say something like, hey, I'm going to leave a negative review because I can. And that's all, you know, because I can. Because that's that douchebag's argument is I'm going to DMCA his videos because I can. It's legal. Mm-hmm. But it's not moral, though. But I-, I see your point. I definitely don't feel bad for him. I mean, that's a whole different matter. If this guy died in a fire, I wouldn't feel bad
2: well well, Uh how about this how about this how about you're a big fan of pewdiepie right big fan of him
3: All right, charlie listen up
2: you Uh, see him (laughs) you see him upload this game called firewatch and you think to yourself this is a cool game so you buy the fucking game and you enjoy the game then you find out the fucking dev is trying to shut down pewdiepie don't you have the right at that point to be like completely change your opinion on the game and be like fuck you fuck this game and everything it stands for. You know, I actually, I brought this up
1: not too long ago. Um, I, I'm with Kai on that, but it's under this argument. I don't think that a person's creation should be judged based on the person. I think like that if, too. so let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. Uh, King, uh Alex, what's er, Alex, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with me? I lose my mind. Daniel. He was sorry. talking
0: to, I hate everything. He's here Yeah.
1: Dude. He's listening. Alex, get, listen up. Well, Daniel, what is your favorite movie of all time? Just give me something to work on. Powder. Okay. So let's say powder was exactly as it is now presented exactly the same way, but the director was a grand wizard of the KKK. Does that make powder a bad movie?
2: Well, it makes sense in context because Powder was a guy who got struck by lightning and his skin was like pure white. So, yeah, the director might be someone that is a grand <laughs> okay. wizard all of right. the KKK. <laughs> okay. I mean, so you, all right. uh, only the grand wizard of the KKK would come up with this concept. And it's a great goddamn
0: movie. Apparently. Fair enough. I've never what we're, it, what we're
1: all trying to say is go see Powder now available on Blu-ray. But no, all right. So let's say your favorite movie is, I don't know, Titanic. Okay. If Titanic was exactly the same movie as it is, exactly Who, what, the same, that, what? but the director was like a Nazi, an actual confessed Nazi, would Titanic be a bad movie?
2: No, no, right? But yeah. I feel like everyone has to have the ability to punch someone else. And if you take that away, if you say, hey, you're not allowed to leave bad reviews, you have to be fair and balanced with, with your rating on this game, on this art piece, on, on how you feel if you take that away, then what What can people do to say fuck you to Van? What can they do? He's a fucking nobody. That's He's, the they can't sad go, part is they have no most recourse. of us can't do anything. You have no recourse. The only thing you can do to say fuck you to this guy is go and give him a negative review on the game. So I, I think we got to allow people to do that. I mean, it's allowed.
3: I don't think it should be forbidden or that Steam should review, uh, sorry, remove those reviews or anything or forbid that. But yeah it's uh, you're not wrong there isn't much recourse for the average joe right if i wanted to do anything against this venom man guy i can't it's mostly up to people who have a platform like you or charlie or right uh, pewdiepie or whoever else you know has the means to it to call people like this out and i think calling people out is the easiest path but i also agree with andrew i'm not too keen on judging people based on who they are judging their work it depends on what their work is too like if like Andrew said, if Hitler made a video game and it's really good, it, well, you know, it could be a good video game. But if Hitler wrote a book on the merits of multiculturalism, you would be a little right. suspicious, right? It, if he wrote a book it, it, called yeah. "I Love Jews," you'd go
2: right.
1: Eh? The, the main know. crux of my argument but, is there's a difference in producing for entertainment but, and producing based on your own merits or what you're trying to do with it. Well, but, no, no, no. I, the I, I agree thing with is, you. 100%. Sometimes you, I agree with also you. Also, cannot. But,
2: like, there's, there's more than one answer here. You know.
0: Yeah, right. I was, when when you brought up the argument, the first thing I thought of is, I don't know if any of you are familiar with the Lost Prophets, but they were an alt-metal band back when I was a kid, and I used to listen to them all the time. Uh, fast forward to, like, 2011, the lead singer turns out to be this massive pedophile who's been manipulating his fans to give him their babies so he can have sex with their babies, and, uh, ooh, and understandably, I've stopped listening to the Lost Prophets, but... I can't listen to the Lost Prophets now without thinking, you know, I was a kid when this was having an effect on me. I could have been raped by this man, you know? It's like, it takes away from the money. It It, takes
3: away from it. It does. I agree with
1: that, too. Right. But at the same time, I don't think it's fair if it's an artistic measure. It's completely fair if it's like a, a, they're using it as a platform or it's just coming from them to judge it that way. But I don't think it's fair to judge completely artistic measures based upon who did, you know, the... Yeah. Person who did and it, what they are.
0: That's why I'm speaking as someone who's played Firewatch. It's a shitty game. I don't like it. It's a bad game. It's earned <laughs> my negative review. Re- this is serious. just a problem. This whole Daniel episode
1: was is just uh, a review for Firewatch. I, by I the think,
2: way, I think I think the most important thing that any YouTuber, bigger, so I don't care if you have you know a million subscribers or five subscribers. Just know this: if you are playing any game uh, like Firewatch or whatever games that they make, right at any point. They could take down your video at any point. They could grandstand. If they find out that, you know, you got caught masturbating in a Sears catalog by your mother and they don't like it, they could take down your firewatch gameplay, right? So if he could do this to the biggest YouTuber on the planet, they could do it to anyone. So never support this person. If you're, you're a content creator, never support this game developer and never, ever, ever, ever stream or make YouTube videos let's plays of their content i say that's the that's I the agree. learning experience I,
0: I think that's a good i idea. think you have good to advice.
3: take it on a case-by-case basis right i mean uh, let's take the example of games if you if we start like boycotting and not uh, playing uh, games by people we don't disagree with you might as well uninstall steam that's not gonna work because most of these games are made by the same kind of people like vanaman but i think when he does cross that threshold of just he goes from bitching on Twitter about whatever conservatives or whoever he hates and wants to die to actually taking action and ruining people's livelihoods, taking away their videos, their channels, and striking them. At that point, I think they deserve more derision. I just well, – I'm not going to pretend. It, I know how.
2: It just, I think I have to go back to my original point, right, because I'm a YouTuber, and I, I came originally from gaming entertainment, and I understand how much power we have and how much good that we do for game developers, how much money we make them. It, it it's really a, a situation where them attacking PewDiePie is attacking all gaming YouTubers. You know, this is one of these things where you need to stand together and you just say, fuck you. To to any shape or form that you could, like, get back at this guy, you have to. Because if you don't, this is something unjust.
3: That's true, yeah. It's not just gaming YouTubers. It's all YouTubers, really. I mean, you'd be a fool if you think this is just going to affect gaming YouTubers. That's a hypocrisy of it too. I mean, a lot of people came down on PewDiePie, admittedly not unjustly. You know, the uh, saying that hey, he he said the n word. This might mean that advertisers could boycott us again and lead to another drop in ad revenue. You know, he might have fucked us with this. Fair point, right? But then at the same time, you can't uh, just support some guy who's doing the exact same thing, fucking all YouTubers. It just you know I don't I don't know man I'm torn it's because yeah, this is the kind of shit they do it's the this you know what they call McCarthyism where you go and say no everything that you create is evil because you're a Nazi uh, and you know as you know they call everyone a Nazi and then where are we gonna end up when everyone starts doing that even us and then we go to every uh, developer's steam channel uh, steam page and say hey this guy's a whatever an asshole don't buy his games and uh, before you know it all the steam is gonna be nothing but negative reviews there just well, when has that to day, be a better yeah. way. When
0: I that day know. comes, everyone can turn to my channel for salvation. Uh, we've got, we've been going for like an hour and a half, though. We can go yeah, ahead and wrap yeah, this up. Yeah, I'm
2: good. I just, can I say one more thing? I, I can just means, say yeah. this. Uh, Please, pub, go ahead. PUBG is a game who literally will work with any YouTuber. They they understand it. They they want people to play their game. They want YouTubers to stream it. Or They want YouTubers to make videos. And, you know, PewDiePie was on their game and said a racial slur and they didn't say a word. You want to know why? Oh, absolutely. You yeah. want to know why? Because they're the number they,
1: one game on Twitch and they don't give a fuck.
2: No, no, they don't give a, they they, they they do give a fuck. They appreciate if anyone plays their game, they appreciate if Hitler came back and played PUBG, they'd be like, "Damn, Hitler's got fucking like three million streamers right now, right? Like watching his stream, this is this is good, you
1: know? Like he killed two of them.
2: That's he a good existential up, up the question.
1: Good if Hitler came back to life now and started streaming, how popular would he get? Huge. Oh, he Are you
3: kidding me?
0: <laughs> Move over, Shroud. It's Adolf's turn. I yeah.
2: tune in. I tune in. He'd I'd- be
3: selling out Madison Square Garden. Are you kidding, Are you kidding me? <laughs> He'd be a hit. Man, you He'd him. have his own TV show. Netflix would pick him up. <laughs> He'd be
0: the next Jeremy Meeks. Oh, man. <laughs> <God. laughs> uh, please,
3: please continue, Daniel.
2: This is this is what the Wall Street Journal is going to be listening to, just this part. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah, you're
3: not even wrong. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I feel like some of these assholes are listening. And on that note, fuck all of you. No, hey, I'm you good.
2: Have- I'm good. I actually have to run, guys. Thank you so much for having me on, man.
3: Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, no, thank you very much for
1: coming on. Absolutely.
2: This was fun. I thought this was going to be like, fuck you, you're horrible. You called Alex an N-word, but no, it wasn't like that at all. No. (laughs)
1: We Uh, we just
0: like to shoot the shit for an hour
1: and a half or so. Daniel, before you run, I don't know how much time you have left. If there's anything you want to shout out or promote, please feel free to right now. Not Tony. Please not Tony.
2: Um, (laughs) Except um, that. I I have a... uh, I have a new game out. It's uh, called the Ad Apocalypse. It's a mobile game. It's available on Android, and it's also available uh, on Apple. And uh, it's great. It's it makes a mockery of you know th- this whole situation with Ad Apocalypse. And the beauty of it is, uh, even though you know some ads are affecting a lot of channels, you know if you're creative and you create things outside of YouTube like a mobile game like this, uh, you have uh, other sources of income.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know you made games or released them or whichever it is.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I don't I'm not a developer, but like I've been working hand in hand with developers for years making and developing games. That's how like the, the first big thing that happened to me was in 2011. I launched a game called Fortresscraft and we brought a game that was similar to Minecraft to the Xbox 360 um, prior to Minecraft coming to the Xbox 360. And that oh, made pedophile enabler. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But you gave yeah. them a home. <laughs> All right, man. So, apocalypse.
2: Adpocalypse. It's uh, Apocalypse, but just put a D between the A and the... I'm, I'm okay, gonna yeah. Up. We're just going to yeah, wrap up he here. Yeah, seconds. we can wrap up. All right, All right. All right. Also, Thanks big, for tuning in. Yep, thank you, And a big special Daniel. thanks to
0: Jackson for muscling out his flu. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thanks for being here, Jackson. We'll oh, see you next week.
1: Jackson, with that sentence, you've hit a new record for most sentences per
0: episode. Hey, stop I good bullying him, him. So. Yeah, poor Jesus. guy's got a flu Jesus Andrew lay off him. I know I know but I love him I love you All too right. Andrew that's a good yeah. night to end on we'll see you next week everyone bye everybody bye bye goodbye